It's a Friday edition of Spits and Suds. Thank you so much for joining us on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, so glad you can join us on this Friday. Actually, five podcast drops this week. So pretty cool that we're talking uh, hockey as we ramp things up for the playoffs. And joining me, as he always does on Friday, Shep Shots, EP Ringside, Day at D Magazine, your NHL guru. He is Sean Shapiro. How are you, sir? I'm I'm doing wonderful. It's uh, It's... We have playoff hockey Monday. We know the Stars will be hosting on Monday night. They'll be hosting Wednesday. We don't know the opponent yet because we still got to wait to see what happens in that Colorado game tonight. But it's uh, I'm ex- we've talked about this CT's team all season. We've talked about what to look forward to in the playoffs, and I I'm I'm excited for Monday. I'm excited for the first round of the playoffs to get going. And uh, even though we don't know which opponent it'll be, it's, it's going to, it's going to be fun. So I, I, it's, it's a good day. (laughs) So stars fans, you guys will receive in your download feeds. You will get uh, Sean and RJ on our morning show. Had a great interview with Jim Nil today. Um, It was a lot of fun and uh, some good questions asked and, one of the things and where I wanted to start was Wyatt Johnston, who scored the goal last night, and Neil goes into detail about uh, how the process happened, and he said, met with a few guys. I wish the follow-up question, I don't know if you heard that, Sean, I'd love to know, like, which guy said no <laughs> first before Pavelski, but uh, Wyatt Johnston continues to uh, just show first what an amazing pick it was but also the calmness, the composure, the aspect that it feels like he's been around for six years and he's not even 20 yet. It's it's just an amazing story this year. As much as I love, you know, Robertson breaking records, Haskinen doing what he's doing, the Stars, you know, vying for first place in the Central with one game left in the NHL regular season. To me... He's one of the massive stories of this team. Could be number one because without Wyatt Johnston, I mean, God, that line's so good. Yeah, I think um, it's it's also understated how you talk about the storylines. You talk about, I mean, Pavelski hitting hitting a thousand a thousand career points. Um, you get the uh, you hit Miro Miro. Uh, breaking Zubov's record for points in a season in Dallas. You have Jason Robertson. It kind of has gotten lost the fact that how impressive it is that Wyatt Johnson played 82 games. I mean, I think that's that's something that you talk about a mark of um you mark a mark of consistency and excellence. This is a guy who stars the plan always, and I read about this early in the season. Like the plan always involved him, always involved him playing in Dallas this year. But they never thought he'd play eighty-two games. They thought he'd be maybe a fifty, sixty-game guy. Uh, would probably go to World Junior with Team Canada, and maybe would have an AHL conditioning stint. But the plan was always NHL. But eighty-two games was never. No one ever thought it would be eighty-two games. The fact he. Played on game one, Nashville, all the way back in October, scores in game one, and then is closing the season out with the only goal in a one-nothing victory. Just a perfect bookend to a season that is so incredibly consistent for a player who's by and large his peer group are still living with 
billets and don't know how to cook and, and, and everything like that. And now we'll have to ask, I mean, I'm curious. I'll have to ask, we'll have to ask Joe Pavelski. I should have asked Joe Pavelski how Wyatt's cooking has come along because, <laughs> um, because, because he's got like the, the consistency he has and the way he, his age is completely, it's, it's, it's not an issue. Um, and I think he's a guy who you and I and stars fans obviously have come to appreciate what he's done this season. And, and hence we're talking about him quite a bit right now on this podcast, but I think he's, he's a guy who I think more of the league is going to start to notice, especially when the, if the stars have some success in the playoffs here, they're going to see, they're going to look and it's going to be there. There's going to be, because every all year, the, the narrative has been all oh, Matty Benier's best rookie in the NHL. Yeah. And Matty Benier will, Benier's will win the Calder and he probably should win the Calder, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people who, are, who outside of Dallas who are going to, see Wyatt Johnson in these big games, see him over the course of the series. And they're going to think, and they're going to be wondering like, how did we miss this kid? And like, I got him in, it's funny. I'm in a, uh, I'm in a degenerate uh, media playoff pool with about 18 other hockey writers. And uh, where how it works is for, we, we do basically a fantasy hockey league for the, for the playoffs. And uh, you get one goalie and uh, one goalie and nine skaters. And, uh, I had two deep, deep Dallas, deep Dallas grabs in the eighth and ninth, sorry, seventh and eighth round. I grabbed Wyatt Johnston and I grabbed Thomas Harley, just grabbing both of them. I know it's, it was kind of the, the deep cut, obviously betting on them both having a good year for a good playoff year for Dallas. But I truly believe that Wyatt Johnston is going to come in and be one of those guys who, when the game gets tighter, like it did in that St. Louis game in game 82, he is a guy who's going to start rising to the occasion and, and he doesn't even have to prove that he can do it. He's got 40, 41 points in 82 games as a rookie. He's doing things before he turns 20 that most, that a lot of guys consistency in his game that some guys never find in the NHL. Um, I mean, the fact that uh, it was mentioned on the, on, on one five, three earlier today in Jim Nill's interview, where the fact that he's on the penalty kill, they never thought he would be killing penalties this year. Not that that wasn't part of his potential player profile, but they found way, the fact that they're able to add him to add that to his arsenal of usage late in the season. Like the goal was great. Like it's great that he scored a goal to make it one, nothing, but the fact that he's out on, he's killing penalties in a one, nothing game. Like that's just shows even further of this no one looks at this kid as a rookie anymore. Maybe, I mean, it's the fact is you go to a bar and you can't order a drink and that'll remind you, remind yeah. you that he actually won't be able to do that for two more seasons. But, but, the, but, uh, but aside from, aside from that, there's nothing about, about uh, Wyatt Johnston, the player where they're like, oh, we, we can't trust the kid. Like, and I love that the stars have done this. I love that they gave him this chance. I love that they came in with a plan for him and I love that he surpassed the plan. And yeah. it's, and it's, I, it's great. And how so. fortunate is he not only to have Joe Pavelski in his corner, but Jamie Ben? I mean, because Jamie, you know yeah. Jamie well. Jamie's got to be smart yeah. enough to realize that awesome that Jamie's had this resurgence, but I think a lot of it has to do with Wyatt as well. It, it, a lot of things have, led, have helped with Jamie's resurgence, but yes, Wyatt's, Wyatt's ability to kind of help He's one of the pieces that really helped Jamie fall into the background is the wrong word, but really helped Jamie really take that, 
be allowed to kind of elevate and and lead by example. I actually just looked something up, Gavin, and this is a great poll. So it's uh, so why John? So I'm gonna say, okay, where is it here? Um, stars rookies, okay, two different stars rookies, okay. 82 games played, two different stars rookie seasons, right? 82 games played, 24 goals, 17 assists, 41 points. We know that's Wyatt Johnson this year. Mm-hmm. Another another stars rookie season, 82 games played, 22 goals, 19 assists, 41 points. That's Jamie Ben in 2009-2010. If you just love, if you want perfect parallels, it's Wyatt Johnston has the exact same point totals. Same amount of games played that Jamie Ben had his rookie year. And now Jamie went down, and I'll use this as a chance to plug the book that Stephen Meserve and I wrote, because there's a wonderful chapter in there about how Jamie Ben went down to the AHL in 2010 and absolutely destroyed the AHL for as Texas went all the way to the Calder Cup final. Jamie Ben went and had a great playoff year and it just launched an even greater career. Why Johnston is not going to have to go to the AHL to do that, but he's going into a playoff opportunity to really take things to the next level. Like you, t- you look at there, there are some really interesting parallels between Johnston and Ben. Obviously, one came in with more hoopla because he was a first round pick in Johnston, but very similar between the two and um, just kind of where they can go. Obviously, slightly different player profiles. Jamie's more of the power forward than White will ever be, but it's a great career example and career arc and a mark that I'm sure that uh, Jamie and Wyatt have talked about. And I'm sure it's something too, where Jamie will never admit this because he's very humble and doesn't like to, he's very much, he doesn't like to share what happens behind closed doors, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's been times that Jamie has been over at the Pavelski house for dinner with Wyatt and stuff like that. Just like, I, I, I know I, I almost would guarantee it's happened. Even if the, even if Jamie will, would, would shrug off that it ever happened, but yeah. it's, you're, you're looking at what it's, it's, it's really at the 41. I, I had not realized that the point totals are exactly the same. Like, and I'm not saying that Wyatt will go and be, a guy who's going to be a more, I don't know. I don't know what type of score he'll be um, in the long run. And I don't know if he'll ever be a 41 goal scorer like Jamie was in 2015, 16, but it does give you kind of like some excitement to look at the potential of where, of, of what this kid could do. Yeah. And you also look at his play and you watch a lot of hockey, Sean, it's, you know, there are guys that have wonderful seasons and then fade away, yes, just yes. like in all sports. Yes. This would be a tough one to foresee of, you know, maybe a sophomore slump, but a complete fall off because of he does and has the ability for so many aspects of his game. Like you said, shorthanded, scores goals, great passer, um, great puck awareness. Uh, great spacing, knowing where to be. So he just has all the tools right now. He does. And he's he's got all the tools and he has the um uh there's a certain thing about him, and I was because I was talking to someone about a prospect from another team the other day. There's a certain feel he has to the game that you see 
under duress that you see amidst the chaos. And it's something that can really be the difference between being an NHL player consistently and being a, uh, it, it, it really, it, it really is. There's, there's an, it's an, it's an, it's not intangible because you can see it, but it, it's something that's hard to describe. It's the way when you make the right read on within within the neutral zone forecheck, the way you have the puck on your stick and guy and the guy's on your shoulder and you don't panic at all. There's these little things that Wyatt Johnson has a lot of things you ask a guy to develop sometimes later. Like guy will have a good season. You'd be like, oh, you just got to add some of those consistency. Like, like uh, I, I did some work for EP ringside today, just getting doing some of our season ending stuff for the Buffalo Sabres, for example. And you look at the Buffalo Sabres, a lot of potential excitement with that franchise in the future. But the one big question you kept coming back to is like, okay, how are they as a group going to find that maturity on ice? How are they going to really hammer out the inconsistencies? The team had some massive losing streaks. He had some young guys who went up and down and, you're asking some of the young guys in Buffalo's system and, and on that roster to make, to take the next step that way. That's not what I'm looking for, for Wyatt Johnson. I'm just looking for Wyatt Johnson to build off something even more solid. Like that's why you look at this and it doesn't feel like a flash in the pan. It doesn't feel like a one and done season. It feels like this is who this guy is and he's just going to get incrementally better each season. And he's going to be a really damn good NHL player. 